Hello? Hey. All right, I don't have time, all time for this Hi, all night time. Shout out. Let's get start to movie talk. I give this movie an eight. Uh, an eight out of what's that? An eight out of out of what? That's my question. I don't understand your question. What is it? The eight out of what are you? What <laughs> like, are you like, doing? what kind of scale are you using? Yeah, like. Wh- oh, I just have uh, paper money. Like I just eight, used eight dollars. All right. Eight, like eight, an eight out of six, or like an eight out of five hundred. Well, like I had to or? pay to stream it. I had to, it, it was what eight bucks on Amazon. Movie? Yeah, yeah, it was That's eight. Insane. It's on Netflix. What did you guys give it? Uh, I watched it for free on Netflix. How much do you give Netflix? Uh, it's free. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's a public service. That's right. Man, I, I'm glad just, we picked the right president then. I just run the cable from the Netflix cable at the street into my window. What the fuck just happened? Dylan's like, fuck you, and left, I guess. <laughs> did Dylan drop his phone into the sewer again? That'd be interesting. All right. I was about to cough, and I thought I was pressing the mute button, but it actually just sent the call. Well, you actually <laughs> threw your phone across the room? I actually just tossed it right outside, right through my porch window. Man, I should I should podcast outside. It's probably really nice outside, huh? Yeah, do that. Give oh, us some nice ambient sound. Oh, it's quiet up there. It's a quiet little neighborhood. There's a little lake. You might hear some, some gators in there. Oh, yeah. nice. You should feed your phone to a gator, and then we can hear... We can have, like, inside of a gator as a special guest. Inside of the Gator? It's a inside great thing. Yeah, inside a well, Gator. We all are from and live in Florida, so it's our job to confuse outsiders by making them think the Gators are everywhere in the state. Well, they are. They are everywhere in the state. It's true. I think Dylan's I mean, I trying if, to obscure that fact to drum up tourism or something for Florida. Yeah, I mean, like, there's Gators everywhere. <laughs> we haven't seen a Gator in Florida in, oh, four score years. Gators. That's a that's a that's a myth. That's a liberal myth. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, can we talk about these uh this president? Yes. Hey guys, let's talk about that movie or whatever. Welcome to Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Alright, shut up now. This week we're talking about this movie that we watched. And it's called Grand Piano and it's directed by Eugenio Mira. Mm-hmm. is a man of uh, 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 Spain is where he's from and um, I think IMDB credits him primarily as a composer yeah that's interesting I thought that's so weird because I thought that this movie was made by people who have no idea how music works <laughs> no, you, that's you very surprising right, you get treasure that's how it works uh Sure. Um, and yeah, I just thought that was interesting that I picked another movie starring Elijah Wood, directed by a Spanish man. But um, yeah, it stars Elijah Wood and Joan Cusack's brother, John. And his best starring role yet. He just eats up the scenery. He's all over this movie, John Cusack. 
Yeah, he plays like the main antagonist. And Bill S. Preston Esquire is there, too. Yep, he's in this film. For some time-traveling antics. Billy Preston? Yeah. yeah. And it what? was written... The Fifth by... Beatles in the movie? Yep. Sure. sure. Okay, all right. And it was written by Damien Chazelle, who wrote and directed uh, Whiplash and La La Land. Wait, 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 wait. Who wrote this? Damien Chazelle, the guy who wrote and directed Whiplash. The guy who made Whiplash wrote this? And La La Land, the Academy Award winning film with those people in it. God, I don't want to say that. Yeah, it's it's pretty good though. It looks too happy. I mean, I'm sure it'd be great. I mean, I haven't seen it. Uh, okay, the guy who be made, bothered. who wrote and directed Whiplash, that wrote because I was gonna. My brain, half my notes are about how this movie fails at what Whiplash did. Awesome! I wish I didn't tell you that until the <laughs> end. God damn it! I'm like, don't understand. How please, you... please still say <sighs> all those notes though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. So this guy likes making movies about where the mean guy makes you play music better. Logan, what did you hey, think of this film? And I really enjoyed it. Would you recommend How, how many this? would you give it? How many would you give it? Your goddamn business. How many dollars? Oh. I don't know. I'd pay like $5, 10 to see this. All right. That's fair. I'll write that down. This film, I was really worried going into it. Because he was gonna get shot. No, like I expected Let's get him out to of die here, at guys. the end. I'm scared. I that's what I expected him. I expected like him to die at the end. That's honestly that's what I expected out of this film. But I was expecting I expected uh, John to die at the end. John Cusack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there, I gotta go. Yeah, me when too. the situation like the, do you guys remember phone booth? Yeah, I remember those things. Why don't you see them around no more? Well, the film phone booth with uh, Colin Farrell, I believe. Oh. Dealing with and the sniper. And who was, else? Uh, I don't fucking know. Was... Kiefer but... Sutherland was the sniper in that one. Okay, but what, that doesn't even fucking matter. But the point is, that was a movie that was pretty much one central location. It was a tense thriller, but I felt like, I don't know, it felt kind of boring to me. Just because was it was That all... did or this? That, that did. Alright. I enjoyed this a lot, because... Though some things don't, some things don't really make sense, but I don't know, it flowed really well in my opinion, and it didn't feel too confined. It surprised me on how much I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, was that surprising? No, good because now I'm going to ask Matt what he thought of this movie. Logan, you liked it, Matt? Ah, I was surprised that you came to me. Whoa, that was so surprising. Here's your answer. Ah. Uh. Phew! I'm glad I'm safe now. Back's in the safety of the f- phone booth. Oh no! Oh, shit. All right, sorry. I'm still trying to get our levels straight. All right. Wait. 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 Oh. You. You. You, you talk. Need to talk. Oh god. Okay. Good. No. Perfect. You need to talk. That's good. You need to say these perfect words now, that your mentor, you that s- your mentor, could only say <laughs> with uh, in a certain voice. Uh, and if you say these exactly the right thing, I'm going to have to get a bunch of money. Now you stop talking and Logan starts talking at exactly the same time as you stop. 
Okay, so let's make this happen, Logan. I want you All to right. listen to what I'm saying, and I'm going to keep talking, and then as soon as I'm done talking, you're going to start talking, and then we've been friends for a while. I've known you a long time. Let's get this started. Okay, now I'm done talking to Logan. Hey, I'm talking now. I'm doing the talky talks, and that was Dylan, who also talked. Now, All right, that's pretty good. All right, cool. Everyone shut up, and let's start talking. You shut up. It's the podcast. Welcome to, hey, let's talk about the movie podcast. Let's talk about those levels or whatever. My levels are pretty good. Okay, now let me see if I'm recording. Yep, we're good. All right, right, checks out. Well, that's a great ep, you guys. Next week's movie is a TV show. Do you have a movie picked out, Dylan? What? Do you have a movie (laughs) ready to pick? What are you talking about? Uh, for the end of the show, do you have a movie ready? Yeah, sure, whatever. Do you? So, like, seriously? Right. Just let me know. I'll pick one. If not... Let's ask at the end of the show. Oh, God, I don't want to figure out that. I just want to know if he has it. Is the suspense getting to it's, you? It's going to take more time if we ask him twice. <laughs> so let's just ask him okay. one time. You're supposed to take three no's. That's a basic business concept. All right. No, no, no. Matt, what did you think of the movie? Um, I liked it. It's silly as hell, but I don't know. It's just so simple. I kind of couldn't help but like you just are thrown into this weird situation and you're kind of just in this one room pretty much for the entire movie. But what a room. Yeah, it's big. All those people are in it. Like I saw this one person was all like, hmm. Like, listening to the music it was cool. Yeah, those extras are great. I hope they got their, you know, day's worth, whatever it's called, scale. I hope they got their 50 bucks and their sandwich. That would have been a fun day. Let me say how I thought, what I thought of the movie. Let me, would I hmm, how should I say Dylan? what I thought of this movie? I'm sorry? Would I recommend it, Dylan? Would you? I'm asking you. Oh, would you? Um, No. I'd say, I don't know, why not? All right. Let's put it on. Yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. Uh, it feels like a Tales from the Crypt episode. Uh, did they have non-supernatural Tales from the Crypt episodes? I haven't seen them. Not really. Kind of no, okay. like a Tales from the Crypt episode. In the way, it's like kind of like, it feels like an anthology series, right? It feels more like it should... I mean, it's a very sweaty premise. Um, it's like Tales but, from the Crypt usually seemed like uh, like a bad dream. And there's a lot of, you know, those, like, Twilight Zone, like, just, there's a bunch of them, kind of seems like a weird little nightmare, but every once in a while, you get one that, like, ends up kind of, like, good at the end, like, you get away. It's like one of those. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, like, there was a, now that I'm thinking about, there was one that I remember that was non-supernatural that involved a guy faking his death, and then his wife went to live with, like, he was a really big asshole. And he like faked his death or something, mm-hmm. and he had a big asshole. Yeah. At, at the end, like his wife at the and end. Oh. his wife left him for his brother, and they both like took all the money that he was supposed to get by faking his own death. And that really sounds over. truly horrifying. Uh, I think Sinbad was in that one. Uh, I do remember one time being a little kid and then flipping through the channels and going down to HBO and then seeing that uh, Sinbad Sinbad is trying to put alcohol soaked q-tips in his ears and i didn't know why and it scared me <laughs> it was uh, that's a story for another time though 
Uh, no, it's wait. Was this on TV or in your house? It was on TV on HBO. Oh, like I was from okay. the channel. I was like a little kid. You know, this I is like, this is the night. This is when HBO was on Channel Two. How, how does that even work? Did you still uh, live in a motel? I, I did. That was one of the perks. Uh, no, you said someone said bad dream, and this movie is like a bad dream, but it's a bad dream um, from a very uncreative person. The way that Barbarian Sound Studio is like a bad dream, like a nightmare from this like genius who like just took a bunch of LSD or something. There you go. This is like a bad dream from like someone who ate too much, who ate like a burrito. I w- and who yeah. I wonder which was written first, Grand Piano or Whiplash. I'm sure we could probably find that out. That's really Yeah, because th- I guess this is I mean, this is such a B movie. I think someone said it. I mean, this is a this is the Bs of Bs movie B movies. It even has John Cusack in it. Yeah, this is like um, the dumb version of Whiplash. So dumb I version wonder, of Whiplash and Barbarian Sound Studio, yeah. I wonder if yeah, he wrote like this story that sort of happened to him of his music teacher and then was like, oh, <laughs> I gotta, if I want uh, somebody to produce it, I gotta dumb it down. Or if it went the other way. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that, that is really interesting. When did this movie come out? It came out a couple, I remember seeing a trailer for this in the and movie. Came, I don't remember. 2013. Oh, 2013. Okay, and then Whiplash came out about the same time, right? Uh, it came out twenty fourteen. Fourteen, okay. Yeah, this is the script that he sold, and then it was like, oh shit, oh shit, someone, another studio actually wants to buy my like good, my good like heartfelt script. Oh no, I already sold this thing. It's a real Sean Christensen uh, situation. No, it's not. Uh, it's exactly the same thing. We don't have so, time to talk about all of that. All right, I like. We will all the anyway. Force. Go. Yes. Let's do it. So Sean Christensen uh, was the director. I'm sorry, was the writer of a movie called Abduction. Sean Christensen. He also Anderson. was the Sean Christian Anderson. He was also the writer director of a little movie called uh, Shit. What was the movie called? John dies at the end. Is that what it was called? Am I right? Joan dies at the end. Joan dies at the end. There we go. There we go. Um, so why am I still talking? It was called Joan dies at the end. There we go. There we go. So did we uh, all yeah. recommend it? I think Logan <laughs> said yes, and Dylan said no. And I, as always, said, I don't care what the fuck you do. Leave me alone. What a libertarian. Uh, I would say, I would say, I, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it, but if like you're sitting on a couch, there's a remote in your hand, you don't know what to do. And you see Elijah Wood's face, you can click on it. It's not the worst thing in the world. Like, there are worse ways to pass two hours, an hour did, and a half. Did we explain the premise? Obliquely. I liked, I liked that. I don't think we, we did it all. We, no, I like that we kind of referenced it, kind of, but we didn't really say what it was. All right, well, now I'll tell you what it is, and then we can talk about the movie. Uh, John Cusack's going to shoot Elijah Wood unless he plays the piano real good at this concert. That's it. Yep. That's the movie. So, if you want to watch that. I mean, who wouldn't want to watch that? Yeah. If you want to watch that, watch <laughs> Whiplash. It is an enticing premise. Uh, Whiplash doesn't have... Elijah Wood or John Cusack? Yeah, it, it's got a it's got a better actor, not yeah. Miles Teller, of course, but the other the guy, um, you know, J- J.K. Rowling. Yeah, J.K. Rowling. Uh, I would say the Whiplash is more tense than this. I was like more tense and scared of Whiplash than, than at any point in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was every emotion at Whiplash compared to the, I don't know. That's hard to say. That's like hard to compare. I guess. I like how this movie uh, kind of throws you right in. Uh, at first, you there's a scene of guys taking a piano out of an old warehouse. Did you guys like that scene? Yeah. Did you remember that was a scene? I did. Uh-huh. It was in the very beginning. I like warehouses. Cool. Uh, Elijah Wood's character is. Uh, Tom Selznick, 
And he's honest. Tom Sizemore. No. Is he still uh, in jail? Did he ever go to jail? Probably. So, no, the movie starts with him on the phone with a grandma from Insidious. He, he's going to the concert. Well, Matt, Matt, if I could stop you, it's like a bad he... dream where where it's like it's like the camera's like just on him and you and you're kind of just going through all these different things and there's all these different people who are like like one by one like talking to you and like like getting you ready and you know making you more nervous and, and that's true and, and uh, it starts with yeah. him really nervous on a plane and a guy talking to him yeah him to yeah there's actually a Final Destination movie tucked in there somewhere yeah and he uh he he's just it's. This is just the exposition. We are firing this exposition out in the first five minutes, right? He is in a limo going to the venue. He's being interviewed, I guess, on like some kind of NPR radio network. And the lady that he's talking to, the interviewer, is saying exactly what the situation is. He yes. five years ago, he tried to play his mentors uh, like famous like this is something from like like Lovecraft, right? Like this unplayable piece. <laughs> it's like it, it'll drive you mad if it's if it's ever played to completion. Uh, That's Elijah not a thing at all. Yeah, it's, it's just a really, it's, it's just a really hard to play piece of music. Patrick yeah, right. Yes, uh, this made up guy uh, is Elijah Wood's mentor. He fucked it up five years ago, and then I guess he, Elijah Wood retired from playing the piano. Uh, more like hiatus. Okay, yeah, he he hi- he, he took a sabbatical. He hiatus. Oh, okay. And, sabbatical. Uh, while his famous uh, movie star wife overshadowed him. I hear the Hyatt's nice. Yeah, so, you know, you when I think of, like, superstar couples, I think of, oh, yeah, we didn't, okay, I guess I'm trying to think of where to start. Yeah, he's married to, I guess, the, the premier A-list actress. He's married to, like, I guess, Jennifer, what's her name? And Jennifer. K- uh, Carrie Bichet plays Emma Selznick. Yes. Which I actually wanted to ask. Uh, both of their last names are Selznick, which... Uh, she took his name. That's yeah, weird. like, fam- famous people, you know, usually don't usually don't change their last name so i was curious do yeah. you think she took his last name or did he take hers or are they brother and sister <laughs> or is Probably it like a roosevelt above. thing <laughs> okay do you guys buy their relationship their marriage they're not just dating they're married you've got you've got elijah wood who's an out-of-work pianist who who's like a had a heart a big controversy and you also have the number one <laughs> you've got the number i didn't even mean you got the number one work. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's it's out of commission, and you've got the number one A list actress uh, in the world, apparently. Yeah, and there you uh, go. yeah, well, you probably see them together for like a total of one minute throughout the movie, and the entire time they are together, he's just completely fussing about something. He's fussing the entire movie. He's a real C three PO. Was she um the lady on the doing the phone like radio show interview? I guess while he's getting dressed in the limo, uh, right says that like he's the best pianist of his generation and the the most talented actress of her generation and just the way that she put those emphasis on there made it sound like they're from different generations i mean he's probably 10 years older than her right I, what is his appeal what did she see in him <laughs> well his, he was a famous pianist dylan did he you see what he can do with his fingers yeah uh, okay <laughs> okay, I, I suppose you're right. I guess that any woman. Uh, okay, I'm gonna stop. Also, Whoa, I assume like he, I assume he was not any woman. <laughs> I assume he was a famous pianist. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was famous. Like he was working when they they got married. I'm assuming. I would. Like, do you I think, would think so? so? Yeah. I imagine. I think in my in sure. my head canon, they're childhood friends, and she still loves him, even though 
every guy out there is throwing themselves at him. Chris Pratt wants to be with her. And he's like, no, I'm with Elijah Wood. He's a great piano player. I've known him forever. Well, actually, um, I was curious if this... Uh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> did, did you guys notice how most of the actors, they they act like they're in clerks? Like, they act like they're non-actors? It's like they don't know what to, how to say their lines. Like, they don't they don't know how this works. This entire movie has a weird tone thing going on. Like, is it supposed to be, like, really silly? Is it supposed to be tense at all? Like, it's back and forth. I guess it's just I mean, that's what a B movie is, huh? It's a B movie, yeah. but it also takes place in like a you know it's like very classy and there's actual actors in it. It's very confusing. Although it does take place in only a couple of rooms. That's true. Only a couple of rooms. Um, I love One the building. use of, of Skycam for the the main room, though. Just the camera wishing all around there. No, Skynet. Yeah, the Skynet cam. Yeah, this yeah. is movie was made by a robot. Um, did you guys notice when they kept uh, peppering in references to? Patrick Gaudreau's missing family fortune? Uh, no, I had to go back and read the Wikipedia article to even get that. I, I <laughs> no, noticed I that. that's the second time that I watched it. The first time I watched it, at the end, uh, he gets a key and thing, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what that key's to. <laughs> and then when I rewatched it, they sort of tell you. Yeah, and well, it's they, still like five or six times. They're hammering yeah. you at the first part of the movie with telling, not showing, right? So you're not going to remember. Like, what do I? What am I supposed to pay attention to here? They're not showing it to you. They're literally characters are talking about it. You're the best actor. You're the best whatever. Like, the, yeah. Like, what am I? Okay, what am I? What am I trying to latch onto? Movie. That's true. The radio host should have said that she's also the best radio host. That's <laughs> true. And, and you're t- the best actor, the best p- pianist, and I'm the best radio host. Well, then we can all come to you. <laughs> this is the best episode. I don't, they had them on back to back. I don't know why she like shuffled off his wife before she put on the husband. Like she's like, all right, now you get off the phone and let me get your husband on the phone. Is that a typical thing? I guess it is, right? So you're in the car, you're being interviewed. It's you're yeah, going to talk on the phone. I don't know. Sure, sure. But yeah, she's uh, like, uh, you yeah. probably remember uh, Patrick Godereau as the great pianist with his missing <laughs> family fortune. <laughs> you probably remember the legend of Curly's Gold. He was a great, he was a great pianist. And also uh, the, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say uh, also mm-hmm. the uh, the conductor when he's talking to Elijah Wood backstage early on before the thing he says something about he's talking about Patrick Godereau and he says I swear he acted like he's Charles Foster Kane which lets you know that guy is a douchebag because he fucking couldn't just say oh the Citizen Kane guy or something he had to say like the whole name so that everybody knows that he fucking knows all the characters names Matt he's gotta say the name it doesn't work if you don't say the name. You gotta say the name. So he won't dish. say the name. Well, she you won't think, say the name. You He's think gotta say I, the name. You think I don't know and could say every name of every character from every movie and every actor all the time? I say, you know, the the guy from the movie with the, the spiders because I don't want to make you feel stupid. You mean David Arquette? Because I'm better than you. No, the other movie with the spiders. But good one, uh, Logan. Fucking. You mean King yeah. Kong? Nope. No, he's talking about spiders. So he's talking about uh, like the oh, guy, cat, cat's eye. No. Yeah. Uh oh, you mean the fly, Captain Kirk guy? Oh, uh, the fly. The movie with spiders. Green room. Uh, arachnophobia. 
So, I, my favorite line in this movie, I'll go ahead and get to favorite lines. Because that's All the right, segment we have on the show. Thing we've never done. <laughs> it's a regular segment we do on this regular podcast that we regularly do. The first, again, the first 25 minutes of this movie, first, first act, I guess, is him going from the airport to the video. <laughs> And uh, he he runs into his um, his buddy. Uh, what do I, my brain is turning off, and I don't need all this build up. Uh, oh yeah, conductor. I'll, I'll, I'll act like I don't remember his name either to make people feel like they're as good as you're on to me. You're on to me. I can't even. I care so little about movies that I can't even do this. Uh, he shows up, and then they're talking about the piano, the special piano. And then you know Elijah Wood's all nervous and fussy, and then they get, and then she's like, "Oh, how is it? Is it is a piano case?" And the guy says, "Lower C natural is a little sharp." And Elijah Wood says, "It always was." Uh-huh. He says it with that exact tone of voice, like they're old friends. Like this is Fast and the Furious Six, and they're all family. This is the weirdest shit. What does that mean? I mean, I know it's foreshadowing. I know that's the note that you play to get the gold, but. What is? It's so weird. The weight he attaches that line. It always was that C natural was a little sharp. I got a better question. If this movie is the dumb version <laughs> and Whiplash is the smart version, what's the smart version of Fast and the Furious Six? Um, the original uh, Italian Job with Michael Caine. I think you mean Charles Foster Caine. Um, oh my bad. <laughs> so then they're walking around and. Uh, did you see that sign that somebody there's a little flyer that said like Tom Selznick playing the piano tonight and somebody that worked there I guess like crossed it out and put fails Nick. Yep, I saw that. And uh, <laughs> Matt, the classical music the scene. Yeah, the classical music scene is full of dicks, dude. Oh my god, they should throw shade like no one's business. Uh, it gets nasty. I was brought up because it's hilarious fails nick <laughs> what else it could you itself. what would you have made the sign say everyone well, the graffiti i would say smells nick sells dick that's okay <laughs> that smells works. dick is even better <laughs> smells dick okay see we're we're working together we're collaborating here to make a better sign to humiliate that guy oh speaking of signs i just realized why he was so stressed like when he showed up before he showed up before he knew he was going to be maybe sniped because of the sign that uh, said fails on it? There's a, That did not help, but there's a different sign where he looks at the time. And it has a date. It has the date on the sign. And the date that this is happening is 10-27-2012. So I think he's just stressed because he doesn't know what direction America's going to go. And the, <laughs> a presidential election is a week a week after this movie. Also, Halloween's coming up. That too. He doesn't know what his costume's going to be. He's got, you know, a super, like, super hot, like, like you know, A-list actress Wife, you like, know she has like costume people working on the perfect Halloween costume for her. Oh yeah, no, she's like that shows up on on like the entertainment on like EW.com the next day, right? Like what she wore. Yeah. Uh to Halloween. So I think he's just stressed about the president. He's just in the picture next to her though in like a suit and he's like, I'm a businessman. Yeah, he's he's not he's like kind of stressed because he really loves uh, Romney and but he uh really follows Nate Silver in five thirty eight. And he's really stressed because, like, you know, he knows they're, like, truth tellers. And he's really worried that, you know, his candidate won't win. Um, and that might, you know, hurt him four years in the future when he relies on Nate Silver uh, for accurate predictions uh, predictions in political elections. He's worried about that uh, Slurpee controversy. He's also worried that his BlackBerry is going to be obsolete soon. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't seem too worried about that. Uh, oh, yeah. 
So then he goes and he's going to go out and start playing the piano in front of all of the nice people. And uh, uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire runs up and's like, hey, dude, you left your uh, your sheet music, bruh. And then like gives it to him. And he's like, oh, thanks. You saved me. Then he looks and La Cinquette is in there. And he fucking crumples it up and throws it on the ground. And then he looks and there's a janitor who looks at him and shakes his head. And then he wheels the garbage can a little further away and then looks again and just shakes his head again. That was good. That was pretty great. And so then he starts playing the piano, And then there's something written on it that says, uh, Hey, I'm going to shoot your brains real hard with this uh, gun. If you don't, if you mess up, you know, the real victim here and there's a laser sight too, which is it's true. People should have been able to see that laser pointer. Somebody in the crowd was laser pointering him, right? There's many points where someone also a, a sniper rifle fell and no one seemed to notice. A couple <laughs> people looked and then they kind of kept doing their thing. Just another sniper rifle. Just Nothing one. to see here. <laughs> it, it wasn't very loud too. It must have been a little of those like plastic, you know, like assassin guns. It was just kind of boop, just kind of dropped. Yeah. So who's the real victim was... here you were saying? Oh, well, I was going to say the real victim is uh, John Cusack's uh, employee, our partner. I don't know. He's. I feel bad for him. This yeah, movie, I didn't realize... Yeah, it would make it would make him so relatable. You know, he's like got to deal with his shitty boss and like he's having tech problems. And, you know, he's having to run around, do all this, all the hard work. And he's got to keep, you know, he's got to keep a shitty grin on his face, you know, for the normies. I feel bad for him. Yeah. And he gets shot by his boss, too. So why do they wait forever? Why do they wait until the end of the movie to reveal John Cusack? So that John Cusack didn't have to shoot except sure. one afternoon. <laughs> well, sure. It's just like the way they hide the reveal. It's like, okay, we know this is John Cusack. Like, is yeah, I, I assume that, the twist is it's not John Cusack. Like when they shows up, it's another guy and they dub him or some crazy shit. I don't know. When they do show John Cusack, it seems like it's a reveal and it's like, well, I mean, fucking clearly it was John Cusack. The whole yeah. Time. And it's just John Cusack. It's not like he doesn't have like a scar on his face. It's just it's just John Cusack showed up to set. You know, he's like he looks a little doughy. I probably had something to drink before he showed up. Um, can I try to yes explain the plot, the murderer's plot, uh, the the plot of the villain, and then you guys can stop me when I get something wrong inevitably. All right, but then you keep going. But then I don't stop. Okay, then I'll keep going. Sure. Okay. So John Cusack is nope. He was playing a character. Damn it. Oh, you're right. You got me. Okay, let me try this. Joan Cusack is younger than John Cusack. Don't know. Don't know the answer to that. Okay, yeah, John definitely. Cusack is the is Elijah Wood's mentor's son. Am I right with that? No, you no. are not. He in fact okay, even says though... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he says who he is, which I either I missed it the first time or I just didn't remember it. He said a name, and at first I thought, oh god, he is the mentor. Like that, that he said the name. He even he talk, he oh, talks about cool how like if he had been his mentor's ghost. There you go. He's pissed that he fucked up his song. I was wondering if this was all just a scheme to force him to play the best he ever has, like because he won't choke because he's worried about getting killed and his wife getting killed. That was my very first thing. I I thought my thought was like, oh, it's the conductor. Oh, it's someone else. Or it's the mentor. Like I, I actually right? assumed that for a long time, and then there's a scene where a guy. <laughs> Uh, a guy gets his fucking neck snapped to cover it up, and I'm like, oh, well, I hope that's not it. 
it's for the music. That, <laughs> I would love if that was just at the end, like you played so well. <laughs> Your friends are dead. Uh, okay, so no, let me try this again. Okay. John Cusack is a locksmith, right? He yes. is. A, he is a named Clem. So named Clem. Named Clem. Wikipedia says his name's Clem. I don't know. I saw that too, and I don't remember <laughs> seeing that his name was Clem. <laughs> I don't well, I don't okay, know so why he would have told anyone his name, but go ahead. I'm Clem. Uh, Clementine, don't eat the meat. Uh, Walking Dead reference. Don't worry about it. Uh, so he is a locksmith. He helped. He collaborated with Elijah Wood's dead mentor to design this amazing, elaborate, like locking safe mechanism for for a piano. Correct. Correct. Now that he's dead, John Cusack wants to get the money out of the piano. And the only way they can do this. Uh, oh, the only way you get the money out, the, the, the passcode is this, you know, impossible piece that can't be played that Elijah would try and fucked it up. Yeah, there's so, only like John two Cusack, people in the world that could play and one of them is dead now. There you go. John Cusack's... And the other plan, one is a choking little bitch. Oh, he's he's a he's a bit of a bitch. He's a bit of a little bitch. He's very fussy. Uh, <laughs> so John Cusack's plan is to threaten him with death to play it well and then take all the money, I guess, like when no one notices that all the noises that this piano made. And the you, key, like, fall out, maybe. Right, and, the, and I guess the key falls out. There's, what, a credit card in there? I don't know. But, um, uh, his idea is to force him to play it. I guess because Elijah Wood wouldn't really be able to play it unless he was, you know, unless, like, everything was Because on the he's line. a choking little bitch. Because he's a choking little bitch. Right. Um, and I guess, at some, yeah, at some point, so Elijah would play it. He would, he would play it well. The show would end, and then they would go to the piano at some point and then unlock it and get the thing. And then they just ran away. He doesn't like talk to Elijah. He doesn't say, hey, Elijah, well, there's a bunch of money in here. Do you want to split it with me? Nope. You got to play this song, though. Yep. That's not what he does. Well, he really couldn't do that because the the piano wasn't his. Like, he had to get access to the piano. Sure. Yeah, which that's what um, Bill S. Preston Esquire it was saying at one point. Like, like you should have just bribed the movers to take it to a warehouse for like an hour or something. And uh, he's like, oh, and uh, kidnap this kid and buy, make him play with a gun to his head in this warehouse. I don't or, know why that's stupider than this plan. Right. Or, or just go up to Elijah Wood. Hey, um, I know you have to go on tonight in a couple hours, but um, can you play this piano real quick? There's like a shit ton of money in it. Like, here, I'll give you right. like we can have we can split the money. Right. I don't understand. Like, like why can't like why can't he cut him in on this? I don't understand. And it's not like there it's not like there aren't chances to play the piano because he could all easily say no. Fuck you! I'll take the money myself. Well, and another well, thing then too, you pull the I gun out. There you go. You just starting right there. I I don't I don't understand too. Like the idea that he is being seduced by this money. Like John Cusack is very like, oh, it's a lot of money. There's so much money. Don't you care about all this money, Elijah Wood? <laughs> and then that's his reward to it. He's all this money, but he's also like the most famous pianist and he's married to the most famous <laughs> actress. Like, well, how is this <laughs> yeah. an incentive for him to get money? <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't offering the money to him, which actually that, yeah. that is your answer of why that other plan doesn't work. Because he doesn't of, care about money. Of offering him money. Yeah, because... I mean, I would also, think just out of... Like, if I went and said, Hey, your mentor had your right. pi- the pi- his fucking piano built as a safe that it's uh, playing this perfect piece uh, unlocks it. Like, I would be super interested in just doing that. Yeah. 
hey, I know um, Steve Jobs is dead, but he built a secret Mac. That there, he put a secret code in every Mac. I know you're probably not interested, so I'm going to have to threaten you to do this. Yeah, boring. What? Oh, oh gone? Yeah, there you go. One of the other uh, hypothetical things, ways that he could have did it, that John Cusack says over the little earpiece to his goon running around is, or uh, maybe I could build a robot to play the piece perfectly like a rock fire explosion. I did write that down. I, I would. I would. And now I'm thinking about that, that actually probably would have been a great thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, well, that I was mean, the thing. I, mean, I feel like yeah. as the designer of this fucking thing, he's got to be able to get into it some other way, right? Yeah, he, he – I forget he did make this, right? He helped make yes. this? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, is, it, is it like encased in uranium? Like is there no way to – I guess I guess he doesn't have access though to it, right? Like he he has access to if like Elijah Wood plays the piano, but he, but he can't like you know take it take it aside and like. I mean, I feel like he has to know the exact timing of how it has to be played. So why the fuck couldn't he have built a little fucking robot? I mean, I mean, those <laughs> had existed player for pianos. Of years. Yes, like yeah. why couldn't he have done that? There's actually really amazing, amazing like clockwork things from six hundred years ago that like play music. So yeah. Yeah, because he just, I don't feel, that's nerd stuff. I don't want to learn how to do that. I want to threaten a guy with a gun, which he he says his gun is the Rochester uh, 47 with a, a silencer and laser scope, the most precise and uh, silent weapon on the market, which... Yeah, obviously, he's doing okay. He's got some money because he can afford that gun. That was incorrect, though. The Rochester 47 uh. is not the most precise weapon on the market. In fact, it does not exist. Oh, I'm glad someone got fired for that. Yeah, that blunder. All right, but you guys know what the rock fire explosion was. Yep. Have you guys seen the documentary about it? It's pretty check, amazing. Make sure. Cool. I have no idea what that is. It's the band from Showbiz Pizza. The animatronic. What? Oh, cool. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of hilarious. Logan, there's a great documentary on YouTube about the last employee of that place. Like, he still, he bought all the shit. Like, he was the last worker in the factory, and he bought everything, and he owns it, and, and it's incredible. Like, he, his wife is, like, a, a woman who's, like, completely obsessed with it as well. You, you should watch the documentary. It's very good. That sounds amazing. He's still holding on to it. Like, he's waiting for it to come back. And and they actually still mm-hmm. program them. Like, you should go on YouTube. They, I don't know who is, I, I say they, someone is programming the record explosion to play, like, modern songs. So you should check it out. <laughs> it's a, it's an afternoon to Google to YouTube Ragnarok Explosion. Watch, check it out. Watch Westworld, Logan. Watch Westworld. Um, yeah, he starts uh, fiddling with his phone and he texts his buddy in the audience, who is super Irish. Can you tell? Hey, well, what does that yes. matter? I don't need your I'm just, microaggressions. I mean, I just I thought his accent. I thought he was a pretty good American accent. Look, just leave the dirty Mick alone. Whoa. What? Talking about McUltras? I'll take a McUltra. Yeah. It's my favorite uh, I, beer to drink. Too. I looked across the room to where we were recording and saw you reaching for it. Leave it alone. Oh, my bad. How does it's he dirty. see him? How does he know which stairs he's going down when when, when he runs out? Junkie's junk is giving him very precise directions. He even knows when like he fucks, like when he goes down the wrong hallway. Like, how does he know that? I wondered that too. I have no idea. <laughs> like maybe he has like a feed of the security cameras to wherever he is. I have no idea. 
I don't know. He also seemed to be able to point the laser at him even when he was off stage. Oh, yeah, at any angle, too, he could. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a way he could have done that and we just weren't seeing. We just weren't seeing how it worked. I don't know. I also feel like he should have been able to see him like right away if he's shining a fucking laser at him. Like where yeah, took, John Cusack took a long is. Time. I I did kind of like though um to conceal the fact that he was texting his friend. He put it behind his sheet music and so then his one hand is flying around on the keyboard and one is his fingers are flying around on his little Blackberry. I wish I had that in band. That's a good, that's smart. That's a smart thing to do. I guess I didn't have cell phones either in band. When I was in band. Yeah, I did some stuff like that in band. Like, I'd put drugs there so I could just reach up and do some drugs every once in a while. <laughs> do some quick drugs. Yeah. I would, oh no, I would just put uh, uh, issues of uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly are possibly printed out Penny Arcade comics. That's what I would have. <laughs> my sheet music. So I'd be playing some music and reading a review for uh, Final Fantasy VIII uh, while I do that. Also, it's a high school band, so if you played the completely wrong thing, maybe nobody even notices. Oh, we can only hope. That's why you pick an instrument where there's a bunch of other, uh, you know, other people playing. Speaking of high school band, all right, this is something I wanted to bring up. Um, all right, so this guy was very affected. This Damien Chazelle character, um who wants to teach us all about Jayaz with his new movie, uh, La La Land. He was very affected by this instructor he had in high school, the high school band at, I believe, Princeton High. Anyways, very affected by this high school band conductor who yelled and was mean, and that's why he wrote Whiplash, probably why he wrote this movie, so there's sort of a precedent here of him, uh, the main character, being a bit of a Mary Sue. Yes. Uh-huh. That was my biggest problem. <laughs> well, um, I had a question. Uh, John Cusack keeps talking about um, about Elijah Wood, how like he's jealous, like that he resents his wife because... You know, he's he's a person of note. Uh, uh, this Tom Selznick is a person of note. His wife is a, the most famous actress, but she won't be in the history books. He will because he's a person of note. But uh, he's just been doing nothing for five years while she hogs his spotlight. It says that, you know, she put this whole concert together, that she sort of coerced him to do it. She took his hand and led him into this uh, thing back on this, the stage just to make her feel better about uh, taking all of his spotlight. Um, Damien Chazelle was married to a lady who is like credited as a producer for his early things that he has credits for. And I was wondering, uh-huh. is this also a thing that he was having? By the way, they divorced a year after this movie came out. Was he really jealous of her? Of of her being more successful film producer? Yeah, yeah that totally sounds like he's projecting. Well, he felt he was a person of note who should be remembered for teaching everyone about Jayaz. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, 
because Logan already answered. Kind of don't think I like Damien Chazelle. I don't really know anything about him. I'm just basing it on two things, the reason I don't like him. One is because I saw one clip of him talking about La La Land and how he's teaching the world about jazz. And I was like, well, this guy seems like a a bad person. (laughs) And the other reason why I think he's a, a true villain is... He's almost exactly one year younger than me. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I mean, is that just sour grapes? Because my filmmaking career is starting off a little bit rockier than his? No. Yes. No, it's not. At all. Yeah, it is. No. These fucking grapes are delicious. Mmm, I love them. Hey, George Harrison was 30 when the Beatles broke up. You got plenty of time. To break up with the Beatles? Yeah. Okay. Billy Preston's here, the fifth Beatles bag. Uh, Oh, yeah, I had one more question related to that. Okay. It sounds like you kind of just have a bunch of, like, weird hangups with this director, though. I don't know if these are questions. A lot of anger? Yeah. (laughs) Really, I I just saw that clip, and I just... Was like, oh Ooh, god! He does have a weird thing with relationships, though. Like the in Whiplash, the love story or the aborted love story is very. Uh, oh, you know, I gotta see stunted. that. There's a love story, abortion love story. Oh, uh, yes, no, <laughs> no. The, yeah, it's a movie. The guy <laughs> loves abortions, but he's having to practice drums so much that he can't get back to his true love, performing abortion. Performing <laughs> abortion. He's the best abortion doctor. He's been out of the game for five years. All right, so <laughs> no, have, you, have have you people not seen Whiplash? Are you? Why are we wasting your time watching? I this really kid want movie? to see Whiplash. It's a great movie. Whiplash. I is haven't amazing. been. I don't know how to get it. I call okay. people every day and ask them how I watch it, and I don't know. <laughs> go figure it out. It's a great movie. No, you go fuck yourself, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I thought you were going to say that when you said go f. The horse you're on. All right. Uh, it was the, one it more. was the best movie of it was the best movie of its year. It I really do want to watch it. Um, but movie. one more question: Do you think that he is actually resentful of his wife? Because John Cusack says that a lot, but I don't know if we ever actually see that in this character. John Cusack says is very judgy. He also talks about like his mentors, like oh he he didn't care about his family. Like whoa, John Cusack, why do you why do you have all these personal opinions on this guy? He just commissioned you to make a make a lock piano. Maybe. John Cusack is just still that mean conductor from high school. Maybe he didn't have, maybe he wasn't jealous, but maybe his fucking mean high school conductor kept calling him every day and telling him like, oh, she's so much better than you. Can you stand it? And he saying Ron kid died. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Uh, so why is he trying to throw him off in, in, in any way if, if he needs him to play, if he needs Elijah Wood to play perfectly? Why is he trying to throw him off? See, I don't know. I thought that maybe that was he was trying to fuck with him more just to distract him, you know, because why, Cause why he is ha- he trying to distract? Him? Because he has the problem of choking. Like, I feel like he fucked up before, which I would really like to see this. They talk about like how he kind of had like a meltdown or something when he tried to play it before. Like, what was that? Did he just like start crying or run off stage or something? Well, he has how many meltdowns does he have in this performance? Quite a few. He runs off stage a bunch of times. Several times. And every single time, the audience gasps. It's yeah. Whispers. It's great. <laughs> he, he just darts off. Then this some of the best parts of the movie, actually. It's just the darting off and the gasping. I think it's like, uh, you know, how a lot of people watch NASCAR for the car crashes. 
This uh, his audience they right. watch him play just for when he has weird episodes and runs off stage. That's why I love um, Olympic video games because you can pretend you're taking these athletes who spend their entire lives for this one moment and just you know <laughs> completely destroy it. But yeah, it's so maybe stuff. that's why he was trying to distract him is just so he wasn't thinking like that his mind was on something else. I get what you're saying now. It's like don't think about it. Or, or, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like think about this, don't think about that, kind of a thing. Uh, but yeah, can we? It leads to our new segment. Think about this. Don't think about that. Think about this, not that. Now let's yeah. think about this. Can we think about um his poor lackey some more? He just made me sad. Like I like it's why did the movie put that part at all? Where it's like, oh, we can start. He can kind of hear his his. Like, he doesn't really do anything with like, oh, we can hear his messages now. Like he, he eat a little crosstalk with his um his walkie talkie. That's true because um, we we find out about all right. I was gonna say maybe it's because you know he says something about the heist. I've been working on this heist for three years, but then he just tells Elijah Wood. But maybe he wouldn't have told Elijah Wood if Elijah Wood hadn't overheard that first part. But even without that, why have that? Like, why all it does is make make the villains look less competent. Maybe so you can have a guy running around killing people, but you still only have to shoot John Cusack for one day. Well, sure, but but then why do we have to... But that's fine. That's fine that he has a lackey. That's totally fine. But why do we have to like put almost a subplot in about their like, back and forth and about him like barely being where he needs to be on time? Like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe so you have something for them to talk about while he's running up and downstairs. stairs. Set up him like kind of revolting at the end of getting shot. Sure, you got me. Like Matt said, like the, to set up him being told about the plot, yeah. So we know that's going on with that. This yeah, which like, it, it only tells you, like it doesn't. Sh- like I don't know how this script can be so sh- shitty, and the other scripts for Whiplash can be so amazing. Well, I can't really show you a lot of stuff that only takes place in one location, and a lot of the stuff, like the whole yeah. lock thing, being put in a uh, in the past, not in the current thing. So you're saying that it is constrained by its gimmick? Yes, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about the the different crazy shots? Because sometimes it tries to go all Barbarian Sound Studio, where it like kind of gets into Elijah Wood's head. There's like a bunch of kind kind of cool crazy shots, and the lighting goes nuts. Like they just kind of use the stage lighting to make it look scary. Oh, I, I, think, I like I it. Think it did that like right after because um, his friend like goes. He's trying to find Emma because he got the text like get Emma out of here. She's in danger. And then Bill S. Preston Esquire is like, oh, can I help you? Oh, let's go to security fucking zaps him and then snaps his neck and then they dumped uh dumped his corpse like into the like catwalk so that elijah wood can look up and see it and that's when it starts going nuts and it's like uh doing the like 360 around elijah wood which with that lighting i never realized it before but with that lighting i can see how elijah wood kind of look like golem (laughs) <laughs> all right that's the end of the podcast <laughs> all right uh, you guys have been great <laughs> so then he, he tells also that guy's wife gets killed too um he tells elijah wood that he has to play lost and cat and he's like oh i threw it away and he's like oh well, you better find it and so he he's like, oh, wait, the janitor, I saw him shake his head at me twice when he saw me throw it on the floor. I bet he got it and was mad or whatever. So then he runs down to the basement 
uh, and the like boiler room where the janitor is like tossing it into the incinerator. Why is the janitor burning garbage in the theater during this classical performance? And he's cackling too, and he's got one tooth. <laughs> <laughs> He like throws nineteenth century it in. boiler. Well, actually, the janitor stands up and goes, "Oh, what's it wrong?" <laughs> he does. He's 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 got he's a very thick accent. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah, I feel I, like that's yeah. bad janiting, like burning trash during this fancy event. There's a grace period, all right. It's now that you're saying that I'm still trying to unpack that this is written by the whiplash guy but there are so many beats and i wish you guys have to see the movie so we can talk about it and i don't want to spoil anything but there are so many beats and moments and things that happen that also happen at whiplash now that i'm thinking about it this is really strange that sounds great that actually Watch whiplash. i i'm kind of wondering if he converted one into the other it's kind of like Die Hard because uh, it turns out it was just for money you think it's like they got something going on like no he just wanted money well, and then the movie uh, ends. So, of course, um, anytime they, there's an action scene on a catwalk, that catwalk is going to go down. They the wrestle on the catwalk? Yeah. And it's funny because they did nothing to hide how tiny Elijah Wood is compared to John <laughs> or any human, but compared to John Cusack, he's like having a fight with John Cusack, and Elijah Wood is half his height. Which I did not realize Elijah Wood was an actual hobbit. I wonder how big Elijah Wood's hands are because they mentioned something about there's only a few people in the world that can play the piece whose fingers can move that fast and spread that wide. <laughs> okay. Which, uh, spread that wide. Yes. <laughs> Very good. You like said it. it in a creepy way. I thought you were doing a thing. I, I know. I love it. I wasn't, but thanks for bringing porno into this podcast yet again, <laughs> Dylan. No problem, buddies. Um, but actually, I looked it up, and Elijah Wood really did learn to be the best piano player in the world for this movie. Yeah, it's weird that I keep seeing like uh, things on Facebook about like uh, touring his piano tours now. So it makes sense. I haven't seen him in a movie lately. Yeah, he's, he's keeping busy playing the piano. Yeah, I actually went to one of those concerts, and there was like a laser pointer on his head. <laughs> I thought it was really rude that somebody in the audience would do that. And he kept running out after, like, every song. He kept sprinting out of the thing. It was very weird. He was probably upset that there's a rude person in the audience doing a laser pointer. And they did it so, on his wife, too, up in the <laughs> up in the box. Where did laser pointers go? Because uh, when I was a kid, everyone had these annoying shits. And now no one seems to have them. Well, the most popular place is the nipple area, the crotch, uh, the face, <laughs> like, maybe trace a mustache. Sure. Is that what you're asking? What? You, you asked where do laser pointers go? Oh yeah, where, 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 what do you like to point at? Where are you pointing? Tell it. Go to our Tumblr and uh, and tell us. Okay. Uh, Patreon.com. Uh, yeah. So he they fight on the catwalk and then they fall to their deaths. But wait, Elijah Wood miraculously survives. Yeah, he says he thinks he broke his leg, but I guess he didn't. He's fine, and he's comforted by his normal sized wife. And they get to wear those cool capes. <laughs> so when the movie ends, they are wearing space blankets. <laughs> I, I kind <laughs> of like that there was no wrap-up at all. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's like, okay, they crash. Oh, I think I broke my leg. And then it's the end of the movie. That's it. And then they're like, okay, your friends like are dead. Uh, you play the song. Yeah, I think they, they just, like, looked at their friends' corpses being wheeled out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's a, we went a little too far. Okay, so... 
So he finishes, he finishes, I guess they finished their performance. I don't know what you guys thought. And uh, I assumed, like, Jenkins is telling him, you have to play this one song. Play this one song. I'm not really understanding how that works. So, like, I guess I'm thinking, like, okay, so at some point, while the entire orchestra is playing a different song, he's going to start playing this one song? I don't really, I didn't realize, like, he would have a solo. <laughs> like, he would have his own song to play. Yeah, I think that was just, <laughs> like, because the night features him, they were like, we'll we'll just... We'll surrender the stage to him for one piece of his choice. And it's uh, going to be The Tempest by his mentor. But while he's being introduced by his conductor, Elijah Wood darts up and says, No, it'll be this song. And everyone's shocked. And the uh, conductor is actually very cool with it, even though I don't think that's ever happened in the world <laughs> once. <laughs> like, you think it's going to play once? I'm like, no, I'm playing this song. Well, I mean, what are you going to do if the, yeah, like, the guy sure. who is the star of the night tells you he's going to play a different thing on stage? Yeah, I'm impressed, the, I'm like, impressed with the, his MC abilities. Uh, that's all. I'm impressed. Yeah. It's also like the the song that everyone probably wanted to hear him play because it's the one he fucked up years ago. It's definitely the Poison Fugu of songs, for sure. And his little uh, like, polite stage jokes. <laughs> oh, you guys heard him say I'm his friend. I have witnesses. I think he had the best form chuckles. character, right? He's like, he's like your buddy. Like he's like the guy, like you're at a wedding and you, you run into him and he jokes, he cracks some jokes on you. I kind of do think that he yeah. seemed the most like a real person, <laughs> like a real type of person. Even though he deals with the people in his orchestra kind of the way that you would deal with people in a high school band. Like that's not how you deal with like people in their forties and fifties who are lifelong, you know, music, classical musicians. <laughs> so you don't like yell at them and tell them to get off the craft table. <laughs> Well, they're on the fucking uh, craft table and you need them to go get their weapons ready maybe you do that's what he tells them at one point get your weapons ready he does and it's very cheesy uh it's again it's like it's like a stepdad or like a friend like a dad friend or something he's kind of a cheesy guy yeah i like his beard okay so he plays the song perfectly plays the syntax whatever uh um until the very last there you go. The very last note, he purposely fucks up. Ah, yes. And the audience that. applauds. They go crazy over it. And he realizes the uh, theme of the movie. Oh, the audience, they don't even know you're playing the wrong notes. Yeah. So after this... Which the conductor told him early on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to fuck up. Guess what? They don't notice. They never do. They're not going to notice. So this is the part where he loses a lot of points for me. So not only does he not play the note, I don't know why he doesn't play the note. I guess because he's tired of being George Rama during Cusack and he's like kills his friends. Yeah, he's like finally the last moment of following the orders of the guy who's maybe going to kill his wife. He's like, what? Fuck you. (laughs) I'm not going to do this one last thing, (laughs) right? And the way he keeps his wife from being killed is everyone's ready to go home. It's the end of the night. It's been it's three hours into this boring, like (laughs) classical performance. We're ready to go. I've got to pee. You know, there's shit to do. And he's like, but wait, let's have a special encore. The, the real <laughs> reason for tonight, she's going to sing now. Let's make my wife, who's watching in a box seat, let's make my wife sing. And then we're going we're gonna to perform We're gonna perform music while my wife's in the box seat singing. Sorry, no one could go home yet. Uh, and then that happens, and she's totally cool with it. And she just belts out a beautiful lip-synced song. Anyway, I just want to make sure we get to that part. So after that, you know, they fight whatever, and it pretty much just cuts to uh, she and him, uh, him and her at, at, uh, in, in their space blankets, like in the back of a what an ambulance or police thing or whatever. You know, after like they're wheeling the bodies out, I don't know which two bodies those are. Are those their friends? Or are I those? Think the that murder? was. I mean, yeah, I would okay. assume there's only like could be like there's going to be four bodies total. The guy yeah. who got shot in the head, like the the one guy, uh, the guy who fell on top of the piano, and the two friends. Yeah. Yep, so they're in their space blankets, 
And then he realizes, oh, I got to. I gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. So he goes to the fucked up piano. The piano's fucked up because John Cusack's body fell on it. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> and um, he starts to play it. Even though it's all fucked up, he, he plays the music. And he's and still in his like, space blanket. And he's in his space blanket the entire time. And then the movie ends where he plays the last note correctly. And then he hears a click. And then I think a very rich person who's married to a very rich woman is about to get even richer. It's very exciting. Yeah, he he's like walking out. And then he hears the clunk clunk. And then he walks over, and there's like a little reflection on his face, and we don't see what it is. Also, he, uh, yeah, it's definitely a very Pulp Fiction. It's the briefcase, of course. Uh, he, so he leaves, to, he leaves the truck to go to play the piano in like the back of another truck. And then as soon as he does that, it starts pouring rain. My first thought is like, well, I just walked away from my wife. Should I check it on her? It just started pouring in the rain. Like, I don't know. Like, okay. I got to finish this. <laughs> got to finish this. Yeah. Also, why was nobody yeah. guarding that truck? Is it just because yeah, this piano's fucked? Who cares? Yeah, it's like this most precious, precious thing. It's like a Stradivarius, right? Like violin, and then it's just ah, it's trash now. It's broken. Yeah. Who um, cares? Uh, which actually, in this the, movie, it, 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 well, it's about the one percent getting richer, right? The Damien Chazelle and uh, his ex-wife met while they were both attending Harvard. Of course they did. Now they're making movies too. Our betters. That's all our betters do. They produce the culture that we consume. That's true. I love uh, them. Let's watch La La Land next. Yeah, they're the best. That's going to win an Oscar. Uh, so I. I see so because it's so good. You did see it and it was pretty good? I did not see it, but it's pretty good, right? <laughs> so so why couldn't. That, that's a great point. I forget if you were Logan there. I forget who made this, but why couldn't it be more do you about think like, this the is mystery? A dream? Oh, what? is this a dream? <laughs> no, why can't it be more about like the mystery of the thing, like the mystery of the what's in that piano? Oh, my mentor left a secret thing. Like he doesn't care. He doesn't care about his mentor at all. It's just very weird that. Yeah, I don't know. They, which it's, it's very weird. Yeah, it's kind of not about that at all. Um, which actually, the first time I watched it, I missed. Like I remember John Cusack saying about the thing, you know, the, the lock or whatever. But I somehow missed that he basically said what it was um and at the end i'm like oh i wonder what it is but you know it's not important it's like the briefcase in pulp fiction it's a little thing shining on his face oh what is it but apparently it was his mentor took all of his riches and he said put it in like a swiss bank and so the key is to a swiss bank which i I guess that's all you need is just go to Switzerland with this key and go, hi, I need to get this thing now, please. That is actually a real thing. I mean, Switzerland has very, you know, very rich history of like very, you know, private, secure banks, right? Well, yeah, that's, that's totally a thing. But I think you need more than to just show up with a key and say, uh, hey, I don't know <laughs> what account number or anything. I just have this key. Can I just get in there? Yeah, you're probably right, but on the other hand, maybe not because again, it's like very, you know, that's that's very, that's the thing, true. like secretive, secretive bank accounts. But how do you find out what bank point? to go to? Is he just gonna go like at the airport? Do they have a key concierge that's like, let me see your mystery key as you get off? I'm the sure plane. it has the name of the bank on it. I'm sure it has the name of the bank on the key. I'm sure it's on the actual literal key. I feel like we saw the key. Why would it? Why would it have it on the key? Like, why would it? Maybe there's a tag. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not. I guess I'm not getting caught up on this. Yeah, you're this just part. like making all sh- kinds of shit up now. 
Well, it like doesn't matter, right? Yeah, so, it doesn't matter. Presumably, the only reason that he would do that. I mean, was it so he could leave the fortune to Elijah Wood? Oh, why Why would that protege? mentor do that at all? I right. guess, well, I mean, what other reason could there possibly be? Why would you do that? Right, like, because he's the only one who can unlock it, but... I just, love, I just never the told idea him like, about it, though. I don't know, they say yeah. he was kind of an asshole, so I assume it's because, fuck you, it's my money. Like, he liked knowing the fact, oh, anybody could have all my money ever, if they can play as good as me. But they can't. <laughs> Actually, I think that is what's implied. I mean, that is said, I think, the most, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just like the idea of Elijah Wood getting into this giant battle over, like, this money with his children, with his mentor's children, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who gets this? Yeah, and he's, like, a super rich guy who's just, like, gonna fuck over this guy's kids. Yeah, it's like this guy's kids versus, like, a guy who's married to Jennifer Lawrence, you know? Like, okay. <laughs> All right, I guess you need this. <laughs> Yeah, she took his name. Hmm, how about that? Or the other way. We don't know for sure. Or he took her name. Are they both made a new name? That's actually, I wondered that too. I think we can all agree, though. I know we've had some disagreements, some fiery spirited disagreements here. Yes, but I, I think almost we can all agree. killed you. I, the, can you see the red laser that's on your chest? Because I just took it off. Because I'm not trying to kill you anymore. Uh, you. It's great to see Elijah Wood in the starring role. You don't see that often. Wait, what? We just <laughs> see Elijah Wood in a starring role. Like, I was pretty yeah. sure, like, every role as, he's in, he's... As far well, as I mean, this podcast goes, at least, uh, the disproportionate amount of movies uh, feature great. Elijah Wood in a starring role. That's great, because he's not in a huge amount. Like, he's, he should be in more than he's in. What are you talking about? Like, every movie he's in these days, he's a star. Like, he's the star of it. Well, like, bigger movies, you know? Well, Maniac, Cooties... Did you watch Maniac? Like, no, I have not. Wa- I have not watched the remake of Maniac yet. No. All right. He was. I spit on your grave, right? Wasn't he in that? Wasn't he the star of that? I don't think so. I don't think he was in that. <laughs> I, I, it's yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Spit on your grave. Yeah. Like no. he's generally like the star of the movies he's in. I mean, he's not really. I don't know. I don't. He's I not think in what movies. Dylan is saying. Not to speak for you, Dylan. I think what Dylan is saying, though. <laughs> shut up, Dylan. Is that <laughs> um. He should be the star of the movies that he's not in too. Why can't he be the star of those? He is here's the thing. If you can go it's very easy to ignore Elijah Wood in movies now. Because the movies that he's in are not big at all. You have to go out of your way to see him in movies. And that's, it's nice to see him. That's in actually kind of true. Yeah, it is. That is true. Well, well I, yeah, I he's like pretty he, much just doing weird stuff. I mean I mean he doesn't what? have to work ever again. So I mean, he not? Point, he couldn't have gotten that much money off Lord of the Rings. I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't get like. Oh no! I assume he got. The internet got, like, says here <laughs> he does not ever have to work again after okay, Lord right. of the Rings. That's great. I mean, I, it's interesting that he would get such a sweet deal for that because you know he's like a little kid actor. You guys remember Lord of the Rings three won Best Picture? Yes, and it won. It's it's currently tied for the most Oscars ever, right? Isn't it? I think I it is. Know. It's that and that and what's uh, been her, I think. <laughs> I'm serious. I think it is. I'm laughing because yeah, that's funny. I just, I don't know. I don't know it's not even the best Lord of the Rings movie. No, it isn't. I, I think that was just them, like, saying, here's your reward for doing the Lord of the Rings movies. It totally felt like that, right? It totally felt like, it. okay, good. You guys are great for movies. Here's your movie awards. Yeah. Movies. Do you know who didn't get nominated for any Lord of the Rings movies? Whom? Any of the actors. <laughs> well, they all sucked. 
Let's be right, they were the worst part. Okay. Yeah. They got their reward in the form of never having to work again. Except for most of the people. <laughs> most of the people on. Uh, so that was what we thought of the movie. What did you guys think of the movie? Tell us on our Twitter account or something. Right, Tweet let's at us. Leave some silence and we'll I'll read tweets. Alright, thanks. Edit point? Okay. Uh oh, um you guys are fake podcast. Sad. I think that's over the character limit. I don't know if that's a real tweet. No. Okay. Yeah, I think they uh, changed it where it's now max 16 characters. 16 characters max. Actually, I think we're off of Twitter now. We're just on Patreon. So if you tell us what you think on Patreon, uh, I think our the $5 tiers are over. We, the ones we don't even do have a Patreon. We do have a Twitter. Did they kick us off of Twitter because I was selling drugs on it? <laughs> uh, well, what kinds? Uh, hit me up on Twitter. I don't. I don't right. This saying it on a podcast seems like a little risky. I gotta check out this Flophouse tw- uh, Twitter. Wait, what is our podcast called? Let's how is How is How Twitter? I don't go. remember what it stands for, but it's H L T A T A M O W. Okay, Let's Have That's right. So have you watched well, we saw this movie. What? But oh. we saw other movies. What was your favorite oh. scene? Really? We- the one scene that exists in the movie, <laughs> or the other scene? Was this movie shot in one take? It was, right? No. <laughs> nope. It was shot almost in real time, though. It unfolds almost in real time. And you're not going to get John Cusack for more than an hour and a half here? Come on. Do you think he talked to Elijah Wood? Like, how long do you think he was even on set? Did he show up? Was it like the rest of the cloud thing when he comes to record his lines for the, the toy? Who, who does Elijah Wood hang out with? Who are his friends? Could it be me? Could I be one of his friends? They're probably weird because, like, he now he doesn't have to have friends anymore, so <laughs> he can just pick like friends he's interested in. And after he Lord of the Rings, I don't know the internet said that he doesn't even have to eat anymore. Like, he doesn't have to take care of any of his bodily functions. He doesn't yeah. have to breathe. You he's should set. see the weird stuff he picks to eat now. Yeah, he doesn't have to. He's the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He he picks things to eat now because they're interesting and challenging, not to keep him alive. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Logan, what was your reason? My favorite scene was, you know, when he's he breaks up the henchman, gets that piece of mirror, and he gets ready to slice that lady's neck. Okay. But then it, it transitions into like the uh, the, the bowstring, like across the yes. cello. Exactly. And then the symbols at the end. That was the, my favorite scene. That was really really cool. I did like that. That was a really really cool cut. That was a good part. Alright, anything else anyone wants to say about the movie? I've said more about this movie than I, I've said about many other movies that deserved a lot more to talk about. Yeah, I feel like that too. I've right. squeezed this movie, Jerry. Logan, you good? You all set, buddy? Logan, yeah, I thought here? he cut out. He cut out. It, it, he cut out I'm what good. he was saying. Oh, okay, okay, good. Uh, Alright, what have you been watching lately? Seen anything interesting? You want to talk about? I watched like the first episode of Santa Clara Diet. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. I mean, I've actually seen the whole series now. It's not super good. I feel like the last couple of episodes do get better, but it's all right. Dylan, what do you think about the Santa Clarita Diet? Will, will you try it? I think that Netflix won't stop bothering me about it. Yeah. And I also think that I won't see it because it doesn't look that great. Are you going to boycott Netflix? Oh, man. 
yeah, probably. Mm. The Grand Piano's been here for too long. Because I remember when I was on here years ago, I think. I I can't wait to watch the Grand Piano. Can't wait to watch a movie starring Elijah Wood. And they took off the fucking Rockford Files. I went to watch my next episode of Rockford Files, and it's gone. There are so many episodes of Rockford Files. Where would they go? Shit together, Netflix. Quit making dumb shows and getting rid of Rockford Files. What have I seen lately? I'll tell you what I've seen. Great. Uh, Logan, were you done? Yeah, pretty much. I'm done. Damn it. All right. I guess you can talk, Dylan. All right. Go ahead. Mute your mics because it's my time to talk. Uh, I saw a little movie called Yoga Hosiers, and it sucks. Yeah, why did you watch that? I don't know. It was a morbid curiosity, I guess. It was on Netflix. Uh, and it was really bad. It was really bad. The, the, the reasons, okay, the two main leads, the leads were not the reason that it was bad, though. Johnny Depp's daughter and Kevin Smith's daughter were okay. And if they were like directed by someone who actually knows what he's doing, then probably was, was it the main filmmaker good. is why? Well the main filmmaker? Yeah. Is that why? Yeah, it's the main filmmaker. It? It's also the extended Johnny Depp um, horrible scenes as well. That's some of the worst parts. That was the worst part in Tusk. Yeah, well there you go. He's the same character, right? It's this awful like French Canadian thing. Really and bad. uh yeah, super bad. And it is weird though because like the the two leads, I think they're little girls, and like they're there's like some sexual like shots, and like this movie's directed by your dad. Like, what the fuck is happening? This is really creepy. Um. Anyway, it really sucks. Really bad. Watch Grand Piano before you watch Yoga Hoosiers on Netflix. Does that mean I should watch Yoga Hoosiers now? Because I watched yeah. Grand Piano. Okay, yeah, watch Grand Piano first, then Yoga Hoosiers, and if you have time, Whiplash. If you have time. Is this your pick? Hmm. Okay. Watching Yoga Hoosiers. But. It's a double feature, actually. It's Whiplash and Yoga Hoosiers. Yeah, so many parallels. It's true. Because Kevin Smith kept yelling at his daughter to be sexier? He was shouting, more sexy. Uh, I'm trying to remember what role Kevin Smith's wife played in that movie, because I'm sure she was in it. I I can't remember. It really sucked. That's the end. Is that how you think Kevin Smith's wife? Hmm. Jennifer Schwalbach? No, I think of her as a what is it? She's a journalist for EW. I forget what she was a journalist for. That's what I think. Think of of her nude pictures in Playboy that time. Ew! So disgusting. She has those. I don't want to see that. I mean, that's fine. Those exist. Anyway, so Matt, just please tell us what you've been watching. Please save me from having to continue talking about this. All right, I watched. I've been watching tons of movies lately, uh, and I can fucking never remember on the podcast. And I finally wrote down down a list beforehand, so I wouldn't have to be trying to like force myself to think of them on the spot. So let's see. I watched Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. You guys still oh, there? Oh, really? Yeah. Are you surprised that I watched that? <gasps> oh, like that looked really cool. <laughs> I just what, ran what? out of the room. Where did you watch that? At? Uh, Redbox. Okay. Because I, I rented a few movies while our internet was out for a week because there was a storm. <laughs> there was, what, a Category 4 hurricane here and the power was out for a day. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking like half my neighborhood after this weird storm came through a couple weeks ago, um, half my neighborhood didn't have power for like three days. All Anyways, right, so... that movie was good. Shut up, Dylan. Um, I told you I watched a ton of fucking movies, so let me tell you about these movies I watched. All right, I'm going to go pee. All right, good. Um, That was good. If you like Lonely Island, check that out. Um, 
Oh, I just watched um, Altered States for the first time. I'd never seen that before. Oh, I haven't watched that, but I heard good things about that. It's uh, one with the alien abduction, right? Nope. Um, But Altered States, uh, check it out. I think I thought it was really good. Like, if I have one criticism of it, it's that 80% of the movie is terrible. But other than that, I loved it. Um, let's see. I've been watching this, uh, Young Pope. You guys watched this Young Pope? I have no idea what... Tell me, Dish, about this Pope. Why is he so young? <laughs> Alright, so this leads to, uh, this new game that I want to play. It's called, uh, What Do You Think the Young Pope is About? Alright, and we'll uh, put in some theme music there. And Logan. For 100 points, what do you think the young pope is about? Uh, I think it's about like a, it's like big but in reverse. But the pope, like he goes to like this, uh, this, this like fortune telling machine in the carnival, and they like, I wish I was young again. I wish I gets, was young. Yeah, and then he gets turned into a like a little kid, and then he's like young pope. And then that's great. I love how the pope is consulting. <laughs> consulting no. something that they use of the zodiac that's very good no we have to keep it like you know how it normally is with the catholic priest and they have sex with another boy oh, oh i was trying take. to keep it like it was in big all right so speaking of big uh whoa uh, yeah. speaking of hot <laughs> takes speaking of big uh children you won't understand this but when we were kids buses would have not school buses but like buses like you're on a field trip they would have like tvs with uh, vhs players in them vcrs and like on trips like you know like Like charter buses charter buses yeah you could i mean you could take like you could bring vhs tapes like they would show them right so i would bring like movies sometimes like lord of the rings or whatever one time I brought Big because I remembered like, oh, I remember this being a pretty good movie. I, I haven't seen this since I was a little kid. I saw it on TBS once. And then there's like a really intimate sex scene. I don't know <laughs> how long it's been since you guys have seen Big. But anyway, being able to watch that on a bus with like 50 schoolmates and several teachers, <laughs> was that was very fun. That was always the best part of that is trying to pick movies that seem like they would be appropriate. <laughs> that like a teacher will totally, yeah, this seems right. And then play sure. some shit that's fucked up. Are the old 80s PG where they have all kinds of shit in there? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I was mortified. And uh, just be careful if you're going to watch movies on television. Just remember that they censor things sometimes. Dylan, for 100 points, what do you think Young Pope's about? Young Pope is a brave story about Jude Law. It The trailers make it seem, the trailers that I would see before I would watch Westworld, this is my only exposure <laughs> to the show, uh, <laughs> make it seem that it's like a, it's like a future, it's like a near future, and it seems to imply that he he's like one of those like Renaissance like like de, uh, de Medici popes who like you know get down and have like crazy orgies and whatnot. But I don't know. Um, That's my best guess. Yeah, neither of you were really right. Mm-hmm. But whenever I would watch Westworld uh, beforehand, there'd be ads for this young pope, and I would be like, "What the fuck is this show about?" And so I ended up watching it. I still don't know. I've watched all the episodes so far. Still not sure what it's about, but I kind of like it. It's it's one of those things that's really weird, but then it like sort of is not weird in a way that sort of makes it weirder. Like this should be nuts because it's about Jude Law as the Pope. 
Very weird. Here, yeah, I'll play this weird. clip for you. Oh, great. Uh, a young pope, can I come in? Uh, 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 please, yes, uh, come in. I'm a young pope. Oh, you are so young. I want to pinch your cheeks. <laughs> please, I'm the pope, though. Kiss my rings, not my cheeks. Okay. <clears throat> oh, that's good. <laughs> This is getting uncomfortable. Oh, my jewels. You're sucking my jewels off here. Oh, my hold rings. on. Wait, stop it. This is getting weird. All right. All right. I stopped it. <laughs> that was a close one. Not so much because of the pornographic nature of the scene, but because that was spoilery. I was just. Oh, I just, sure. It's on right now as we're recording. I just started playing that from HBO Go. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. You give people a chance to watch it, sure. But yeah, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um, I watched a movie by the guy that did The Young Pope, uh, Paolo Sorrentino. It's also weird, and I'm not sure if I liked it or not. I liked some parts of it and didn't like other parts. This Must Be the Place with um Sean Penn and Francis McDormand. One of the things I didn't like about it is Sean Penn. Do not like Sean Penn. Pretty much everything I've ever seen him in the whole time, I'm just picturing other actors that would have been way better. But uh, Sean Penn goes down on Francis McDormand in one scene. So if you want to see Francis McDormand getting her, her Ghibli's bit, check that out. This must be the place. Also, uh, it's sort of about hunting Nazis. Uh, And let's see. I made this list for the first time, and then the last thing is, uh, shit, fuck, I can't remember. I really should have started writing this list earlier than right before the podcast. So I'll try to start the list earlier next time. Maybe as I watch things, I'll write it down. All right, that's cool. Cool. Did Dylan go over what he watched? Yeah, he did, right? Because he went after me. Yeah, he said he watched the fucking Pope sucking off a little boy or something. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, Dylan, pick that movie or whatever. Uh, all right. Uh, Wait, let's get that clean. Everybody shut up and let's go again. Hey, Dylan, pick that movie or whatever. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, so our pick this month is the new Bill Burr comedy <laughs> special. All right. Netflix. God, I fucking hate Bill Burr. All right, the movie we're watching right now. Give me a moment to get my vocal ready, my mouth ready to say the words All right. I'm about let's, to say. The movie we're going to watch is the classic 2007 sci-fi film starring Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman called The Invasion. From what year? 2007. Oh, that reminds me. I watched The Arrival. <gasps> uh yeah. Did you? Did it? Yeah. I yeah. did like it. And yeah. should I talk to you about that after we end? I guess we'll talk about it privately because Logan's pretty good. I mean, you should probably watch it. Yeah, yeah I don't watch it yet. All right. Well, next week's movie oh, is God, the, the Invasion. The Beaver's out. We should watch The Beaver. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, that's on, on Netflix. Invasion. Holy shit. Do you want to pick The Beaver? Because right. I was yeah, kind of maybe. hoping somebody would pick The Beaver because I really want to watch The Beaver, but I probably never will. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're doing The Beaver. We're doing The Beaver. That's what we're doing. We're doing The Beaver. All right. So next week's movie is The Beaver. No, no, no. Wait, wait. We're doing the Bill Burr comedy special. We're doing The Beaver. Okay. All right. All right let's yeah. get one clean. All right. Later. Bye.
Uh, All right, Lost in Space is on here, too. Do you want to watch Lost in Space, the shitty movie? Hey, thanks for listening to... Hey, look out! It's Dylan, and he's going to say a bunch of movies, and you're going to get confused about which one's for next week. But I'm pretty sure Balto. it was The Beaver? Yeah, it's The Beaver's what we're going with. All right. I'm watching Balto. All right. You, you want to email us? It's at hltatmlw at gmail.com, and tweet What's at us at hltatmlw on Twitter. And All right. I think we are still on there. And buy drugs from us. Good night. Bye. The Crown is a pretty good show. You should watch The Bye. Crown. All right, let's do a clean take of Dylan and picking that movie or whatever. Hey, Dylan, pick that movie or whatever. My pick for this week is uh, The Beaver. All right, cool. Okay, how do we watch that? Uh, you can steal it, I guess, or you can buy it. Or you can think about what it is and you can uh, pr- try to like oh, write yeah. a script that might be it. Yeah. And then... This oh, there's, a docu- into Google. there's a documentary called I'm Your Father about David Prowse. And if you know David Prowse, he has a very complex history. Oh, this is really interesting. I'm going to watch this. If I write a short script for the beaver of what I think it is before I watch it, will uh, you guys perform it with me? Yes. All right. But you're not going to do it because you're a little – you're t- uh, going to choke. Logan's gone. <laughs> <laughs>